Flash Push. Give me some. Let's go. Never fold. Team turns down, baby. You know who it is. I'm trying to be like you, my bud. Shush. It's too late to turn back now. <laughs> the Morning Shift. Powered by Uno Media. Yes, Kiana, good morning, good evening, and everything in between. We back on a Your Welcome Wednesday for our morning shifters. From our misters to our sisters, we back for another show just in case you missed it. Do the dish. It's all powered by You Know Media. Kia ora team. Kia ora Etifano. Stay blessed. Don't stress. We've got you covered like a sundress. Welcome to officially the number one show. If you call New Zealand your home, welcome to New Media, the people's media. <laughs> Say no more, take your shoes off at the door. Everything you want, nothing you don't, real people, real talk. And if we ain't number one on the charts, hopefully we're number one in your hearts. Let's get it, get it. Hey, you sounded really quiet. I turned it right down. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we need that to be loud, my tour, Mark. Let's get it, get it. There we go. Beautiful. All right, what's on the show today? What makes a good childhood and did you have it? Uh, some of y'all make sweet love today. We give y'all sweet facts. <laughs> And it is a Wednesday, so because it is a Wednesday, I'm Jordan. And I'm Brooke. And this is True News. For you! Just nailed it out the chair. Hell yeah. Come on. But we always start the show with an absolute boy. And it's a Wednesday, so there's honors go to the River Jordan. Thank you. Push play, Brooke. We can get into it. Can we, can we do some R&B, please? I know it's a bit slower. It's not everyone's thing. But this is new r just drop this month, turn stuff. Body rolls, let's pose. Where do I start? How do I say this? I took some L's, I'm not okay with. I'm always trying to downplay this. I took a risk. I gotta stop before I drown myself crazy. Girl, I was giving you all of my time and attention. I swear I thought I knew. But you was just hiding the type of shit you do. Ooh, little sweet. Sorry about that. Sorry. Emotions. That's it, Mark. Come on, Macho Mark. Whoa, whoa. It be girls like you. <laughs> that fuck it up for everybody. Okay, okay, okay. And Wangalui and put it in and Notara and Fakatane again <laughs> and back there. I need to stop saying that. Uh, sorry about that. I didn't realise that uh, that was happening. But Excite me. You know what? A little bit of R&B every now and then. It's a, it's a dying art. We've got to that bring it back. That was hot. That was hot. I that didn't mind hot. that. Yeah, <laughs> that was hard. Do it again. You're hot, man. <laughs> that was hot. That was really hot. Um, so uh, how are we all feeling today? It is a, uh, well, it's a, a Wednesday with plenty of emotion in it. It is. I'm yeah. still at war with my neighbours, eh? Oh. I know. Winning? They got me though. They got me. Oh, because I was parked on. Uh, I was kind of parked on the on the footpath, and like, <laughs> and I would. I just had to be like, oh, sorry, I'm moving it. You know, like, yeah. Then they came me. out and told you. They got me there. They got me. They got me. Oh, just gotta so eat a bit of humble pie, nerdly. right? Mm. A bit of humble pie. It's mm. all right. We'll get them back. We'll get them back. Uh, I, I was really proud. Ava had a um, what do you call it? Mufti day. Mufti oh. days off to school. She I thought that was on Friday. Day. Maybe a stressful time for kids, eh? Old Mufti day. Yeah, Mufti day can be, especially when you go to a school that has a uniform. Clearly, mm. the only kind of school that has a Mufti day. I just realised. Um, but yeah, they. <laughs> um, she, so she had a Mufti day yesterday. I didn't realise what she was wearing, but she come home and I seen her in, like, just real, not mainstream gear. If that makes sense, like just and just comfy gear. And that's I'm proud of that because she's not 
that to me says someone not who's conforming. not conforming, someone who's not necessarily about it. And yeah, she was wearing like an Al McFarlane. You got a good hat. one, man. You got a good one. Oh, really? Yeah, those hats with the flaps yes. on them. Yes. And I know her mum's tried to throw it out several times. She's been in the trash trying to grab it back. Oh. She just loves things that are comfy. And it's I, your hat, so she probably. <laughs> for so many reasons, I understand like the conforming side of it, but also because you wear whatever. Yeah. It's your daughter. Nothing against kids who conform, though. No, totally. <laughs> but if you think about, like, you know what but my I see wife's a proud like. Dad moment. Yeah, my wife's like, she's wearing everything that is whatever's in fashion. She has to wear it, she has to own it, that kind of thing. I'm so proud of her that she's, that my, my daughter's been like, nah. Continuing this thread, I actually read something off our private uh, Facebook group page, the Shifters page. It said, Morena Fano, our morning routine consists of opening the curtains while we fire up the podcast. Me and my two kids say the whole intro together, and it's been the mo- it's the best start to our morning since TMS started. Come on. This morning, my daughter, though, seven years old, goes, Mom, can you pack me heaps of lunch today? I'm like, eh? I pack a decent lunch every day, so why more? She reckons me and my friends are going to do a ladies' lunch and try all of each other's lunch, but, yes! we, d- but yeah. we don't have to pay. I never realised how much they actually listen and take in what, what you guys are saying, but we're here for it. Low-key proud ass. Hell yeah. Aww. Away. What's happening with that ladies' lunch, by the way? Come on, see, we're <laughs> supposed to get together when we're doing this. Oh, damn. Uh, we've, we've, got, we've got a time and we actually have a place. Oh. Yes. We, oh, okay. We could probably reveal it. But we won't. We'll. Um, but there's definitely <laughs> going to be some feedback um, on, on our ladies' lunch. Oh, that is where we are all turning good. up to a lunch, and we are not going to be ordering main meals. We're going to be picking away, and just we're not there. We're not there for the food like men usually do. We're actually there for each other's company. I'm hang, just hang on, with shout my, out my friends. Sh- shout out to the brothers and the allsaws. You know, you, you everyone can have a ladies' lunch. The yeah, concept yeah. is just not getting a main meal. And just snack size, you know, snacking away, snacking away, grazing, grazing, enjoying each other's, each other's company. company and food. Mm. Oh, look at that! Beautiful, full circle. All right, let's get into the show with some daily bread. Breaking bread with the news of today. Still looking for a bread sponsor? Yes, it is August twenty third. That is two hundred and thirty five days deep into the year. Only one hundred and thirty days left to get her done. Get her done. It is International Day for the Remembrance of the Slave Trade and its Abolition. Also, International Blind Dog Day. <laughs> and Cuban Sandwich Day. <laughs> Do you even know what a Cuban sandwich is? Um, Cubans eat it. No. No. <laughs> no. No, it's just the... Try salami. Nah, meats. It's good a meats. blend of good meats. See? Knew that. Bit of cheese. Bread. Bread and mustard. Mustard. Mustard Gotta is the key ingredient. Oh, so ingredient it's a tasty food. sandwich. I really yeah. want to go to Cuba one day. Yeah, Not for the sandwiches, though. Cigars. 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 That's it. Don't do it, kids, but cigars. There's something else, eh? There's I feel something like about it's a, an adult, level of adulthood that you reach when you're on cigars and, and a, a dark rum or something on the rocks. Doing something <laughs> well in life. I'm not sure if it's a dark rum, but yeah, I think. Yeah, no, it I, is. Go ahead. Right. I got you, my boy. The idea of a Cuban cigar, and it's been something I've never got. They're disgusting. Like, they, they actually really? are. Really? Because I've never actually had. I've never a I cigar is, even had a cigar. Oof, it's so foul. Kind of like the man. Yeah, but it looks cool. That's right. the thing for me. Mm. I find it looks cool, but um, when you actually get to going and trying it, you're like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be honest, we're swimming in the place we don't know too much about scars. But we want to get there. We want to get there. Yeah, that's true. My daily bread for today is uh, Auckland Transport, AT. Arr, I don't even know where you're going, but I can't stand you guys. <laughs> hey, so they're raising the prices of parking fines. Uh, what for, man? Um, and I've, I've, okay, I skim read the article. Okay, so... Take it or leave it, but 
basically uh, the mayor the mayor has also come out and spoken against him and said hey look I, th- I think in these times you raising your prices uh, and, and getting profit is interesting but AT's come back and said look we haven't done it in 10 years but basically what they're trying to do is raise the, uh, the prices of parking fines uh, so that we are more susceptible to catching public transport and I just think I don't know what the answer is here but Whoever built Auckland City, we need to understand we didn't build it for public transport. Um, and especially in these times where uh, there's been staffing problems with AT, we all know a lot of people aren't getting their buses and trains on time. There's there's no way we're supposed to be able to trust uh, public transport at this time. I'm not saying it can't get better, but it just feels like a little bit of a dig eh, in these times when think people are really struggling and you're going to, for the first time in 10 double years, down up the, on it. double down on it. I think there's got to be better ways, but I don't know. Much of my name, your, name your favourite international city, like your big international city that you love going to. Oh, look, I, I can't say it, but like, every time I go to Australia, especially Sydney, it's just easy to get everywhere. Yeah. Like, I'm happy to catch a train. I'm happy to, you know. Totally. Like, London. Tokyo for me. Like, they're just, All they're places fake. that have their, have their public transport working, working well. And right now in Auckland, and this is for everyone listening New Zealand-wide, like, you just, you have to understand that it's a chicken and egg situation. We've got the situation where there is terrible public transport, but they need to invest in it. So how are they going to invest in it? How are they going to stop people using their cars? Because Auckland's only going to get bigger. It's only going to get more busy. Public transport is the only answer, but it needs to be more consistent. It needs to be better, and that's what they're trying to do. But right now, it's just painful. It's a nationwide thing too. It's it's terrible for transport as well. It's not just Auckland. Am I wrong? But it just feels like this is gone from hand to hand to hand whoever's managing this like a group project that no one's really just put their stick in the ground and gone look this is where we need to go this is how it needs to happen and we're charging on until we do it i feel like that's what's happening right now with the light rail project that they're trying to get going from the airport in auckland all the way into the city center i feel like that's what's happening but as soon as they started dropping 30 billion to make it happen people like ah no don't worry about it don't yeah that's way too much what about all the people who we could be using this money split into different projects but something's got to happen. At some stage, someone's going to have to put a bucket load of money into making public transport in Auckland work. And I only say Auckland. I, I don't believe Wellington has a massive problem. Nah, they're good. They're, because nah, it's pretty bad from Potidore into but, Wellington. I used to catch it. Yeah, but Wellington's spread out. In other words, and, yeah, it's also, right, and right. there's less Come people there, so you've got a whole lot of cars that can actually get in and out of Wellington. What about Fakatane? No. Fakatane. No, that's working. That's Sorry, a city. Bo- boring chat, but I know we're doing that light, light, light railway out to the airport, but like... So what? Just people from the airport go out there? Like, am I dumb? Like, no, there's no, not so much. What, there's not much going to the airport unless you're question. going to the airport. It's a great question. Now, what it does is that all the traffic that tries to get into Auckland from from the airport is clogging up a lot of people's way of getting into the into the city. So basically, what this would do is allow people. To Mangere, yes, oh, drops okay. people off on the way. Or if you want to go into the city centre and you work there, you could actually catch it. Not. From the airport, but you could catch it from uh, Mangere yeah, yeah, yeah. and you could get straight into the city and you wouldn't need to bring your cars. That's, that's going to be finished, though, eh? We can expect that to be We finished. don't know if it will oh, be finished. Well, it better be because they got rid of Mercury Plaza. Well, there's... there's For what? A For no in damn reason. A change in government could change the whole thing all over again. There so. needs an underground from the shore and out west as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, Solve the problems. Anyway, great chat, AT, great chat. Well... <laughs> <laughs> Mine's a little bit to do with the crisis as well. This is how I know it's bad, man. It's so, so bad. Government listening as well. This is what people are doing now. It's going off in Australia. It's called hot bedding, and it's like flat sharing of the future. I don't even know if this is daily bread. Maybe this needs to be bigger than a daily bread, but oh well, here we are. We're doing it in daily hot bread. Hot bedding. Hot bedding is basically when you rent your bed out when you're not there. So say you're a doctor and you work night shift. Okay, sweet. 
I'm going to be away for the night. You can have my bed during the day, but make sure that you can only be in the house from 6 till 7. I'm home from 7 o'clock at night. That's when I come back in. But because renting and paying for your mortgage and trying to afford groceries and looking after your kids is so expensive at the moment, we're going to a thing called hot bedding where you basically share a room oh, and a God. bed with an absolute oh. stranger that you never see. That, why does that make my skin grow? Right? <laughs> I would rather sleep on the floor right? and just, you know, downgrade to like a really puddly apartment or like Because of how bad so, it is it's at the moment, man. It's just the way of the future. Imagine forgetting to tell your partner that you're Oh, we, <laughs> babe, I thought we were hot-bidding this week. I was hot in that bed. <laughs> and, like, imagine the sheet change. Like, oh, who wants to get home from a hard day at work and then you got to, like, redo the linen? Yeah. Well, if you get home early, just ignore Barry. He'll be asleep in our bed. He's, <laughs> he's paid good money. That's what it's like because they're not all just doing it where they split it up. Some of them are sharing the beds. Like... With absolute strangers. Obviously, you're going to have cap. to make it work. Cap. Jordan, read this article right cap. here. In a nutshell, hot bedding involves sharing, uh, involves sharing a bed with a stranger, sometimes together or sometimes in shifts. Oh, that's weird. Is this, is this on Toto? No, jokes. Okay. Daily Bread, breaking bread. With the news of today. Still looking for a bread sponsor. This is The Morning Shift. Bit of a change of energy, guys. Hell yeah. So, the other day, I happened to buy a bag of sweeties. A bag of sweeties. Yeah. And I brought them into the studio. You could see them in the jar so we could uh, we can have, like, you know, just a little sweets from time to time. Jar jar. I found out yesterday that these sweets that I brought actually have facts written on them. You know, uh, one of the most favourite things that I found uh, when I was... Jordan, stay on it, man. ...drinking, uh, having, having like beersies and stuff like that, is those caps that they'd open up and... Space? You, you, Space. Yeah, the, and the, the, all the different ones now have these little, um, you know, little questions on them. But Biters. part of our goal when we were creating our show was to uplift, was to entertain, but it was also to educate. And we're going to educate you with some sweet facts right now, and we get payoff. What's in it for us? This is how we're forty. We get to eat lollies. What's in it for I'm us? I'm pushing on through while this grumpy little man. Right. Well, this so, is going to be great, Mark. I'm with you, man. I love it, man. So, these little facts are just sweet little things that you can take to work with you. So is you this going to be who's got the best fact? Ah, there's no competition here. Okay, just, sorry. just, just. Oh, uh, sorry about that. So, but part of it you have to do it with a mouthful of lolly. <laughs> Thanks, Brooke. <laughs> so I'll go first. I've uh, I've Lolly. gone with the. Why are we going for what? People don't like listening no, to people no eat. Bro. That's all right. It's not eating. Okay. This is sweet facts. Okay, okay. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I've got the strawberry lolly. Just if you're asking. Okay. Mm. Fact number four hundred and thirty-five. Did you know? Only half of a dolphin's brain sleeps at a time, so that it doesn't drown. Yeah, bro. I've been telling about the dolphins for years, know. bro. Wow. Y'all like listening. They've made it illegal. Or dolphins to be in the same birthing place as women because the sonar, the sonar elevates their brains. All right, um, make a little Aquaman. Let's stick and to the lolly right, facts. Dolph- dolphins, hang on, just sweet facts, okay? <laughs> Don't be shutting me down. <laughs> dolphins, I think they they got some they got some stuffs. Cool fact. All right, Brock. <laughs> What's on your lolly wrapper? 
Did you know? This is fact number 452. The average lifespan of a human here is about two to seven years. Wow. Fancy that. And finally, Jordan. What fact did you That's get on the lemon lolly? I already gave you a fact about dolphins. <laughs> Hang on. Bro, I'm, I'm, I, oh, had on. The, I had the luscious lemon one, the They're nicest one in the jar. They're so hard They're to read, so hard bro. to read the yellow print, <laughs> the white on the yellow did print. Did you know snails can hibernate for more than three years? Without eating. Get out. That would be hibernated, wouldn't it? Well, imagine. Okay. <laughs> humor me. Humor me. Right. Thank you for still listening on this podcast too, by the way. <laughs> humor me. Imagine. The snail's just done a three-year lag. <laughs> Pops out. Bang. Boom. Someone puts him in a fry pan. Oh. <laughs> Le Francais bonjour. Le Francais bonjour. Oui, oui, oui. Oui, oui. Oui, oui, oui. All right. I got two on here, man. We do a two for one. Oh, we're still going. We're going to do another round. This is, this, this, here's my other one. This is awesome. (laughs) This is fact number 437. Go on. Go on. Did you know that pearls dissolve in vinegar? What a waste of money. They're so expensive. Yeah, yeah. So if you you saw someone with like a really expensive pearl necklace and threw a jar of vinegar on that. They wouldn't be happy. They would dissolve. The pearls would all dissolve. Well, that's how you get back at someone you don't well, like. Well, you go, Brooke, because I can't even read. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen in here, everybody, for a fact you might need. This is fact 443. Strawberries have more vitamin C by weight than oranges. Get out. <laughs> no. I thought strawberries I'm read were that just again. rubbish. No. They pack a punch. They have more vitamin C by weight than oranges. Wow. Crazy. Hey. Okay, hang on. I, I can oh, read mine now. I can read mine. I quite like this. 9-11. Nah, shush. I can't read the rest. There you go. Something I don't know if we'll uh, ever do it again. I don't know if we'll ever do it again, but that is sweet facts. Well, I can, uh, actually, I can oh. read it. This is The Morning Shift. Oh. Come yeah. on. Let's go back sweet to facts. the days when we were little. Little kids. Yes. Childhood. Yeah. When we were free. Playing with your brothers and your sisters. Come on. Hey, man, I just found out, okay? So, uh, actually, no. Let me go all the way back. Yes, I've told the story before. Didn't have brothers, didn't have sisters. So, I didn't really Um, get to play a game. Don't don't you do that right now. I didn't really get to play the games that everybody else got to play. Now... I had a good old chat with Matua Mark yesterday and I was, I was like, wow, okay, I've missed out on a few things. The reason it came up is there's now a World Cup, there's a World Champs for, I'm going to just call it Keepy Uppies, which is basically like you have a balloon and you go mano y mano with someone else and it's you just have to keep the balloon up. There is now a World Championships for that. They're hectic too. I've seen the highlights. I was a little pretty, did look pretty though. Hectic. I love how they wear helmets just in case they head first into, move a, into a door. The There's a car in there and <laughs> yes. the couches. We always and had a mum always had a wooden chest in the middle of our lounge growing uh. up, so it just made that made it real like hard. Keep your uppies. Because you had to avoid splitting your head open. <laughs> how good though, eh? Well, I'm like, hey, like I used to play it, but it sounds like it was heaps of fun. I would love to do it now. Actually, maybe we okay, this side chat, maybe we can do this anyway. Uh, Mark and I were talking about some games that Mark used to play growing up as a kid. Mark, can you just kind of tell us the games that you used to play? Because 
I am not kidding you when I say I had never even heard of these games. So I grew up with an older brother and two sisters, and we had cousins that were always around, and we grew up uh, out in the country. And basically the rule was no one was allowed inside until it's dark. That was just the rule that mum and dad had. So you had to find ways to amuse yourself. (laughs) And the best way to amuse yourself is compete against each other. Love that. Yeah. And we used to play games like kick the can. Um, or kick the tin for some people. Which can you explain? Because never heard that in my life. So basically it was like go home, stay home. You know that game, right? Yeah. But go home, stay home. Once you got found, you'd have to go back to the trampoline and sit on the tramp and there was no there was no sort of revival or anything like that. Kick the can was this amazing game where the person would be out looking for people and if they tagged you, then you'd, you know, they'd be out hunting. If you were one of them sneaky ones that could get to the trampoline and kick the can over... Everyone on the tramp that they just found got to disperse again, and that poor person had to start all over again. So I just want to take you through that moment, right? Imagine yourself, little old you. You know your older <laughs> brother, who's horrendously violent. Like he just—he's not—he's not tagging you. He's clotheslining you to try and get you out. And then you see a gap, and you're like, "Oh my god, I'm going to make it! I'm going to make it! I'm going to go and kick the can! I'm going to free everyone! I'm going to be a hero!" And then there's that sprint, that vicious sprint as you're like, ah, 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 trying to slide in and kick the can. And he's noticed that you're running for the can and he starts coming back and it just and ends in a bleeding nose. I'm yeah, jealous. The trampolines are like, yeah, go, go, go. And the noise is <laughs> a, just, it's so intense. It's some of the most intense gaming I've ever had in my life. I, you're lucky you had like, I, I was a lot older than my siblings, so we wouldn't ever play the same games. So I feel like there's a bit of only childish for me growing up. Yeah. But I don't know I, why. Don't jump on this train. I don't. I don't know why you didn't have games because I just had to make up games by myself. It was a lot sadder. Like, I remember I got these rollerblades and we lived in a cul-de-sac and I just used to, like, I just used to just, like, hoon around the cul-de-sac. Just, Bro, like, I, like I was in a race. And I did you got, like, like I always imagined you guys, you townies, grew up in town. Townies? Yeah, that you'd all be, like, Are you the country, street. Like a slap in the face. The street you country, people. The, the street where they all come out of their houses, you'd all play games until it was dark and then you'd all go home. Isn't that what happened you with you guys? too many movies, Mark. <sighs> I'm glad other people had childhoods. I was good at marbles growing up. That was my game. My best friend was a cat. I used to play hopscotch with my cat. <laughs> come I, on, man. I had the dirtiest heels in Tamaki Makuta. Digging, digging your own holes for marbles. So we asked, as always, we asked, we chucked it out there. Also, before we play out the audio, it's actually a good... No, I'm more interested and in, in intrigued. The kids still play games? Yeah, that's Like, are I you going to listen to this and go, <laughs> dumb? Do we sound <laughs> as old as I'm starting to feel? <laughs> yes. <laughs> or our phone's just way more fun. Or PlayStations or computers. We have no... There's no fight against phones. You can't, you can't tell a kid there's a game we can play. That is better than Bejeweled. <laughs> what about, just believe us. It's not even going to sound convincing. Just believe us that it's fun when you go outside and get a little bit dirty. Let's see, though. Let's see. Let's see if the shifters came through. Kia ora, lads. Hey, Paul, as well. Hey, just answering Brooke's question in regards to what we used to play back in the day. So uh, one of the games that come to mind is Long Ball. Also, two square and four square, or whatever squares you played with your friends and family. Um, Blindsman's Bluff, Bat Down, Bloody um, Gutter Board. <laughs> so many to go through, man. So many good memories. Man, throwing trading cards against the wall to get to the closest. Ooh, marbles. I remember the marbles. Yeah. Good times. That beat at the back was a great time. Sorry, catch that beat back there. 
Blind man bluff isn't the same when you play it by yourself. Like, yeah. Go home, stay home, one, two, three. Oh, I'm home. That just, man, it just makes you so happy, though, thinking back to those times. It's like the, the, the gutter board. When there was nothing else board, to do, bro. if someone had a gutter board and a tennis ball and everyone was like, that was such a the mad hood, game. The hood gutter board was uh, you'd get a basketball and you'd go, you'd throw it against the curb because you didn't have like a <laughs> tennis ball bro, or like yes. an actual. But that was almost more fun because it required more skill or felt like it. Sprain yeah. some fingers, eh, when that basketball comes flying back <laughs> here. Don't mm. talk to me about that. Blinds man's bluff. Best game ever. One's blindfolded, and then the rest just run around and hide, and the blindfolded guy just has to catch him. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? How's it work? So I, basically you had not one person in the, in the lounge, right? You'd, you'd try and move en- enough furniture away so yeah. that you had a good clear space. You'd put a blindfold on one person, and they'd have to try and tag you. If you got tagged, you were out. So all of a sudden you got this one person. Bro, like, what? Yeah, but you're allowed to throw pillows at them. Your glasses. dad was playing that with you. <laughs> Emotionally. <laughs> we had a full-time game going. All right, uh, this was from Isaiah. Yo, what up, shifters? So a game that we used to play as kids is um, hide the hole. So how you play this game is like when you have big family gatherings or if you have kongais, um, what we do is uh, we'll play wrestling or we'll play like rugby in the house and then uh, when you put a hole in the wall, you got to hide it. Uh, so one time <laughs> me and my cousin were playing wrestling and then he tripped up, went backwards, put a hole back into the wall and then, yeah, we tried to hide that hole. So what we did is we grabbed the desk, put an a level on it <laughs> and then put it on the wall to hide that hole. So pretty much went two months without mum finding out. Yeah, and the whole time, like, that guy was doing the dishes hard so he didn't get a hiding on my line. Found it. Sweet. Hide the hole. Hide the hole. Love that. I get that one. Lee. When I was a kid, we were playing Go Home, Stay Home. One, two, three, baby. Uh, some adults need to go home and stay home now. Facts. <laughs> Those benders need to stop, Fano. <laughs> This was Nathan. Kia ora, kia ora. Uh, so we used to play a game called White Hands, which isn't as racist as it sounds, uh, but it was essentially just like hide and seek or spotlight, except you had a base. So every time you got found, you would go sit on their base and anyone who was still hiding could show their hand to you. And then when the counter turned their back, you could run away and essentially hide again. Uh, one of our bros was a little bit bigger, I guess. So uh, he always found it a bit more difficult to hide and always got found first. Um, so he'd always be the counter and so what would happen is he would find one of us and one of us would still be hiding and essentially as soon as he turned his back or walked around the corner we would set the other person free and so he was always looking for us constantly Uh, so a couple of times he'd sit there cracking up because he couldn't find us and as we were watching him walk (laughs) around um, he ended up just walking off the property and then walking back down his driveway to his house Uh, he gave up and we didn't play too much after that (laughs) (laughs) Fair I reckon, enough, I, I reckon spotlight's enough. up there. Yeah. Because it, 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 the adrenaline gets going, right? Ooh. And you just get on these little missions like, no one's going to find me. You'd be hiding in places everyone. you didn't even know you could get to in oh, daylight. It's, you'd be up trees and I'd jam it. under houses. If all our mates got together and wanted to jam spotlight, I, I'd I'd come. Be keen. I'm so in, bro. You know I didn't have a childhood. I'm trying. Like, yes, man. We could play it here in the You Know Warehouse. Bro, you had a childhood, bro. No, no, no. You had, like, what are you talking about? You played basketball and stuff. You went to sports. You were playing stuff. That's why I was playing around the world. (laughs) Whoops. Speaking uh, of childhood, Sincerely says... We used to play this game called Shiznit. (laughs) Like from Little Nicky, Popeye's Chicken is the Shiznit. And we'd all get a blanket 
and then you tuck the blanket over your head so you can't see and then you just straight up start running at each other just like <laughs> bull rush bang bang boom but yeah it was cracker and we just ran into each other Honestly. i come from a small rural town called Benidale. if you know then you know stick a bush but um we used to play this game it was um called cut the kindling we could see who would cut the most kindling in 60 seconds uh, and one of the bros, he's got the title for it was like 240 bits of kindling in 60 seconds. <laughs> That's on. Rural tings. Rural tings. The proud parents over to there. The, the better men of... Uh of society The backbone I'm jealous of that I love that though That's that's parents who are like Yeah they could probably Lose a finger But we need kindling Go but, on kids but Set imagine, a record imagine, imagine the bros Counting 240 And be like Gee 240 <laughs> And you're just like You <laughs> are the kindling king <laughs> And go that's home Walk home stab feet Like What are you up to oh, I don't know Just cut 240 <laughs> pieces of kindling What's for dinner <laughs> You know What a man's man Hey kids of today Go out there And give it a go It's fun man uh, half an hour. I don't think anything about that makes kids want to go out and give it a go. <laughs> you just have to try it, okay? Just I, trust us and try it. I think kids just put their headphones on and <laughs> went back to their game. This is The Morning Shift. Kira Shifters, I just wanted to bring this to our show because he is one of us. He's from Aotearoa, but uh, he was on a massive awards show uh, the other night, um, The Voice in Australia, and his name's Marley Solar. Morehouse. He's from quite... <laughs> Morehouse. How do you know Morehouse? Give a little time to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm asking the video. <laughs> he was on a group uh, of a cover that uh, that Brooke decided to do lip sync. Um, but he's also been solo, and he's a he's a really good dude. And he basically went on the Voice in Australia, and we're gonna play out the audio. Um, it's a couple minutes, so be patient. But all those seats turned around, my boy. So oh, we got the four. We 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 got the four. Let's listen. Let's see if I. Oh, so long. For this night I pray <laughs> That a star Would guide you my way To share with Me this special day Well I'm ripping in For our love If That's my cousin, Marley. Nah, those ones. But uh, there, all judges t- turned around. They all just looked an absolute marvel at him. And I think um, if you... He actually has songs that I think, if you didn't know, you can support. So I was going to play one out just quickly now. You can play that, Brooke. Um, this is this is one of his songs on Spotify. Marley Solar, S-O-L-A. And I just think it's just... It's so good to watch someone 
get a moment like that after so long making music mm-hmm. and I'm just couldn't be happier for him he's got an amazing story I won't tell you too much yeah you're gonna probably find out on the show but he's just such a good human and it's uh, awesome to see people win you know the song's called Heaven just have a little listen here He's a vibe, man. And, uh, yeah, let's follow his journey on The Voice because uh, he might need our votes, but what a good follow. They all turned around. Do you know who he went with? So there's Jason oh, yeah, Hollow. Who, who did he go with? No, no, no. I don't know. I'm asking. Oh, we don't know. Surely he would have went guy. Well, here's the four options you have. You have Jason Derulo, Rita Ora, Jessica Malboy, Guy Sebastian. I would have gone for Guy. Mark, you have the option. You're a singer. <laughs> hey man, <laughs> no, you uh, are Mark. Hey, who do you want to lead you? I want you what, on the what voice team one are you day, on? Mark. <sighs> Out of those, who were they again? Oh. Jason Derulo, Rita Ora, Jessica Malboy, Guy Sebastian. Give me Jason Derulo any day. He was yeah, huge on CDM. Let's go, Mali. Let's push. This is the morning shift. Good evening and everything in between. I'm Jordan. And I'm Brooke. And this is True News. For you! Hell yeah. Yep. Let's get serious. Come True on, man. News. Too much fun. Serious stories to discuss today, including Labour dropping 4%, a national jumping up in the polls, fat bottom girls cancelled, and Tonga's Rugby World Cup squad <laughs> what is back. Let's move through the news. Uh, the latest One News variant poll has been released with Labour dropping 4% and National jumping up 2%. That That's means National and ACT together would have 65 seats, more than the 61 needed to form a government. Labour is currently promising to go harder to stamp out vaping uh, by young people if re-elected and National is promising to pay uh, for its election pledge of 13 new cancer tra- uh, treatments by cancelling free prescriptions. So the heat, the battle is heating up. The Two battle is well and truly things. heating wow. up. It's very, it's, very, very different. We've things been talking about point. it. We've been talking about it, but it's just it's so interesting, eh? Like, um, and maybe because we're older. I don't know if it is because we're older, or it's it's more visible now. Maybe because of social media, but it's Probably just both. it's becoming not irritating is the word, but almost humorous the way that just these parties just come out election time eh, and just promise the world. <laughs> they just they just like here's a line, here's a line, guys. The cancer one is because we're quite far behind medical treatments in terms of like how we're covered compared to Australia, right? Just across the ditch. Yeah, what so we're basically just mimicking what Australia has done, or have been doing for a long time, right? Yes. So it is possible and it is plausible. It's then it's the where they're going to take the money from, which is the argument. But then you go to vapes and they're so different. Like you want to do something at the same time, you know, it's probably going to win. Who's affected by more? Yeah, it's all about With capturing love. as many votes as you possibly can at this stage. And I think you're right, Jordan. They are offering the world and hoping that it sticks to someone. You know, it might stick. It might be something that uh, hits true to you well, as a I person. I think the vape plays the play. Prime example. And every government's going to not get what they promised. But Labour said in 2017 they want to build 10,000 houses. Currently, right now, they've built 2,500. Yeah. It's just, it's, what? yeah, everyone is... Everyone's I don't know. Scrambling I'm not saying anything bad or who, who to vote for or whatever. You got to make that personal decision, but I just don't know what's going on. 
Imagine if we did vote. Man, that'd be crazy. Hey, Anyways, what if we did? What if we did actually vote? How would those numbers change? Because <laughs> I'm just going to throw this out there. I don't know who is taking part in the Varian poll, but I don't know anyone who has on that latest poll that TV1 did. I don't, I don't think it's me and my friends. Can, uh, we, can, me and can, we, can we pause for one moment? It's astonishing if you actually listen to a lot of the campaigns happening. How much they've just completely not spoken to a generation, especially particularly young people, because they know they're not going to vote. Yeah. So here's a thought. What if we vote? What if we vote? What would that look like? How would that poll be different? How would this country be run? Well, that's how change is amazing. I think it? there's. I think if you, if you play it right, there's a huge audience you can you can capture if if you change tact. And I think this is. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to own it, but we're a bit of a troll generation, you know. If you if you rock us up the wrong way, <laughs> we're just all going to go vote, vote for a certain party. Yeah. Nah. nah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, legendary rock band Queen's 1978 classic Fat Bottom Girls has been. Part of the cancel culture. It's become the latest victim. It's been dropped off the band's greatest hit collection for younger listeners uh, that uh, are listening to this album. Apparently, the song itself uh, just didn't resonate and uh, and had an offensive name. So, Fat Bottom Girls is not going to be on the Queen's uh, greatest hits album. I wonder what else they're going to lose. Man, they so had, many. Yeah, there were so many Bo songs. Rap. Yep. So How many. that song starts? Yeah. Oh, we can't lose Bo Rap too. Uh, cancel culture. No comment, man. No comment. Oof. And finally, Tonga. Wow, wow, wow. Their World Cup squad has been announced and it is fire, including former All Blacks uh, Malakai Fikatoa, uh, Charles Piatol, Angus Pulu, uh, sorry, Augustine Pulu, uh, Via Fafita, and George Moala. They got Via Fafita too? Yeah. Oh. Will Moala get to play? Uh, he's been suspended. He, if the suspension stands, he'll be suspended for the first two games uh, of the World Cup. Uh, so Owen, Owen's, uh, it's appealing, eh? So he's most likely going to get charged. It looks like it's going to be flipped back, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. There's been too much noise. Everyone made way too much noise. But I'm excited to see that. Another rugby news as well. Did you see the story Steve Hansen has joined up Oi, with the Wallabies I to like help it. them in their World Cup campaign? I like it. Everyone's going up in arms about him leaving and jumping over there. I like it. If you make the Australian game better, yes, Jordan. you make the, the New Zealand product better now. too. I think I think that's the play there with Steve. Preach to it for a little bit. We, we don't want to be playing, you know. It hasn't been working, has it? We don't want to be playing terrible for another two, 10 years. You know what I'm saying? I'm here for it. And <laughs> you're getting the makes bad. much of a difference. I think it might be like, okay, this could be very wrong, but to remember when Wayne Bennett came in and helped out the Kiwis and then they won it? Obviously, I don't think the Wallabies are going to win, but he did have a big help. I think Shag has, I said Shag like I know him. I think Steve Hansen has. We all know Shag. I think he has some sort of like oracle belief behind him that people will follow him to a certain degree maybe not like Wayne Bennett but that's you know trending that direction I might I'll throw a name out there that uh, went over and everyone thought oh my goodness he's going to help the Wallabies they're going to be really really good remember when uh, there was a Crusader squad that just won back to back to back and then Robbie Deans went and coached the Wallabies and they were still terrible that's what I think was going to happen with Steve Hansen being going over that way. He's going to get the bag, though, right? Can't hate on him for getting that either. I don't even know if he, he's made heaps of money. He's been in Japan for the last four years. Well, Shag lost the shits technically before he ended the All Blacks. Wait, so oh, go, on, go, on, go, on, go on, go on, What? What? Who told you that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Wayne Bennett. It's Bush. Anyway, guys, I'm Jordan. And I'm broke. And that is true news for you. 
And that's the show. Wednesday. Two more to go. Hump day. Hump day. Enjoy the rest of the day. We love you guys. Thank Take you guys so much. This is The Shift. The Shift. Go home, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go home. The Morning Shift. I'm going to make an offer again with you. The Shift. I love you. This is the shift. Got it. <laughs> okay.